Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. What the f*** is going on? I like to party. Jesus, honey, wax much? From Podcast One, this is Unwaxed. Get in, loser, we're going shopping. With Sophia and Sistine Stallone. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Oh no, oh no, oh no. See, this is why you guys need to watch the video version of this podcast. Sophia just dabbed. Do you want to see another one? I'm pulling a bow and arrow out of my bag. Pulling it back. Oh gosh. Thank you. Thank oh you. gosh, welcome back to the welcome podcast. Welcome back with your favorite sisters, Sophia and Sistine. I hate if you. it's your first time here, welcome. If it's not, welcome back. You hate it, but I'm still doing it. You know what's weird? I feel like we haven't done this podcast in a month. Like, I don't know why I have so much energy energy while shooting it today. Don't laugh at me because I'm stuttering. By the way, I'm usually the one that's stuttering. Sistina, call you out. God. <laughs> no, we haven't done a, a sister duo in a little bit. Yeah, we're back, baby. Sister episode number two. Back at it again. Stronger, harder. And we Ask, got some. And you shall receive. Today is going to yep. be a super fun episode. We're going to do the usual wax and wane, maybe mm. a little conspiracy theory action. We're going to do some Ooh. unsolicited advice. And we wanted to add a little bit of a topic that people, they, I guess the unsolicited advice, but this is more of a topic we were always wanting to talk about because Have you seen that TikTok different. where it's like, let me add a little spice to the mix. A little mix. spice like the guy <laughs> from the salt, you know the salt guy that used to salt the, uh, the steaks? DM Sistine a while back. She didn't answer. What could have been? We could have had really good steaks. Why did you just out me there's like no, that? There's nothing I'm more delighted to be out of the loop on in than the salt guy. Uh, is he still relevant? I don't think so. Is he well, still I have no idea who it is, steaks? but I want to know now. You know, I actually, do you remember that, that sh- episode on Billions? He was in it. Does he own a restaurant? Does he go yes, around a restaurant? he does. Okay, yes, he that's does. what I thought. I think you have to pay like $500 for him to come to your table personally and salt wow. your steak like that. I think we save up all of our money that we make on ads and then we just, just hire, hire him <laughs> just to salt, salt our, all of our food. Salt our steak. Google oh, says boy. his name is Salt Bay. Bay? Yeah. Bay? Salt Bay. Is he going to be the daddy that the, the <gasps> psychic said? Guys, last have? episode, Sistine's going to marry a daddy. Yeah, that's what <laughs> a psychic told me and maybe it's Salt Bay. It this might is be coming very full circle. Okay, let's get into the wax, wax and wane. Do you want me to start out or do you want to go out? You start with the wax. All right. So um, we did this really fun thing the other night. We saw it on TikTok. And I don't think it's a trend anymore, but we were like, we've always wanted to do this, but we just dove head right into it. So I made a PowerPoint and so did Sistine. And it was a secret until we came together. And it was supposed to be something funny. You're explaining it terribly. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Oh, what? It's this game that you can play with your girlfriends, group of friends, whatever, and it's called PowerPoint Night. And so every person that you're hanging out with makes a PowerPoint, and it can be any sort of topic, something like guys that I regret hooking up with, and then you just have a funny PowerPoint about it. Or like two conspiracy theories of like like, why Nick Jonas is... Yeah, or like cartoons that or... I think are hot. And it's just like really, really funny. And yeah. it involves drinking too, right? You said? It can involve drinking. We didn't do that, but it was just between Sistine Scarl and I. But Sistine and I took full force into this, and we really put a lot of time into our uh, PowerPoint. I want to say I highly <laughs> recommend yeah, really. playing this PowerPoint game. Yeah. It is so much fun. What Wait, topic did you do again? I did people I would love to punch in the face if I had the opportunity. <laughs> If they were held down and I had one punch, it was so it would funny. Be. 
And it was not just celebrities. They were celebrities, but it was also people I know, like friends and family. Yeah. It was hilarious. <laughs> so, she had elevator music going on in the I background. I did. I explained like why I would punch them, how I would punch them, um, photos of why I would punch them. I'm really not an aggressive person, but you know, there it's are pe- some don't... people have a hittable face. Hittable, fa- hittable face or yeah. like they've done something that you just want to punch them for. For sure. So I, I gave all my reasoning explanation to them and they, they enjoyed it. But I think Sistine's, I'm gonna. Can I just? Sustain's a. Stop. I just, no, no. I just want to explain that Sustine is a very, um, very uh, twisted person okay. with this stuff. Hold on. You are. She loves the thing. She loves like the dark, kind of troubled people in shows. All right, Sophia. Let me explain it. You do. <laughs> yeah. Please hold on. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> hold your horses, lady. <laughs> really sounded like a lunatic out here. Well, I sounded like one right, last my, episode, so. I'm going to try to say a PC version of my title. All right. Uh, my PowerPoint was essentially sociopaths in television and film that I think are attractive. That, that was my PC that version. That she would let that make out with her. That I would kiss. So it was everyone from <laughs> Will is cracking. Stop! Hold still on. so innocent. It's like it's so about that I would kiss. I'm trying. Like, I, would, <laughs> I would kiss. I'm trying to make it very PC. So it was people from American Horror Story to Peaky Blinders. Just but don't say say some of the characters because I was cracking okay, so up. Thomas Shelby. Thomas Shelby. Peaky fucking Blinders. <laughs> and then it was like Evan Peters who played Tate in American Horror Story. You did um. Uh, in oh, I Game did of Jason Momoa, yeah. Game of Thrones. What was his name? But here's the thing. I am not saying I like these people in life. I, I like their character. <laughs> so I always get disappointed because I'll see um, Killigan Murphy, I'm probably saying his name wrong, just out and about with his family on the street. And I'm like, that's not Thomas Shelby. It's different haircut, different clothes. I like Thomas Shelby. Yeah, she's Sorry. saying the character yeah, themselves. Yeah, so it's the character. Um, but it was really twisted but funny as hell yes. because there was people I didn't even like remember that were like oh you even said the guy that played it oh yeah the clown <laughs> the Pennywise. clown I said Pennywise. Pennywise as the clown or as the man both okay. I felt right. that's the gross I have by the way I have a, my biggest fear is clowns and so when she put this up I literally lost so it so I, I can't as you can that. see we're like crying just thinking back on it you guys have to play this game it totally. is so much fun but and I want you to talk about your Wayne because yeah. I didn't even know this until right now seeing it um i was on speakerphone with my little sister the other day i was just in her room and i answered the phone because you know how sometimes you get random numbers yeah. and you're like oh let me just see what it is maybe it's an appointment i, I was, forgot I was just saying i get a ton of calls from like redondo beach and malibu you never know. and i don't know why you never know i don't know anyone right from there. it could you could have won a lottery you never know answer the phone <laughs> i answer it and it was a collect call from prison and it was like hello oh. you're getting a collect call from houston prison and i was said i'm not hanging up i want to see what this is about your inmate caller diego <laughs> would like to speak to you how would you like to proceed with payment and i go scott and i look at each other we're like oh my god this is crazy right i hang up he calls me three more times i was like diego and she's like i'm flattered and then i get two <laughs> voicemails and will you were just saying our producer will just said that he got a collect call from prison recently i've gotten two voicemails from a prison <gasps> what's going on are they guys or girls uh, men. Oh, interesting. What do you think My that theory is? is that it's a couple of guys who, it's kind of sad. They got nobody else left to call, so they're just pushing buttons. Really? You oh, know? Yeah, I could see that. And then they're like, maybe someone will talk to me. Oh. See, I was 
I'm not kidding. I was actually so tempted to proceed to with it. payment. Yeah. I and called back. I googled the number. I was like, I gotta really? talk to this guy. I kind of want to. I okay, let's make a let's make a deal. The next time we get a call, we have to. I answer. really don't know. We're this is a good idea. I'm you sure guys. someone will get our credit card information and we'll get fucked. But it's, yeah, I, I don't fucked. know if I'm like the the sane one in this situation. But I think no, she's not it. the sane one. She's just jealous that no one from prison wants to talk to you. Ha ha he. No, no, that's something to brag. But no, I find that really hilarious that. That keeps happening to you because Sustina has an unfortunate uh, tale with her phones. Like every single time she has her phone, it's getting hacked, it's getting oh, yeah. blocked, it's getting like any uh, under the sun. But people that were stalking me would get a hold of her number. I don't know how. And like call her at least 80 times, 100, actually more than that, probably yeah. like 500 times. Yeah. Honestly, I wish I was kidding with My that. My iCloud's gotten hacked yeah. twice. My number's gotten released twice. I don't get twice. what you're doing wrong. I think I go on a lot of. Um, bootleg websites and i just put all of no just random you know those bad ad blockers they're like don't do it and i'm like maybe i should and (laughs) like yeah right put my email put my phone in they have all my info i I give it away it's my fault it's like free candy hey take it candy so uh sophia and i were talking about uh friendships in la and we find that it's it's hard not even in la in general it's hard to maintain a friendship with a mm-hmm. girl it is really hard but i think it's also the longevity of a friendship it's really hard to i think when you're in a relationship basically with your friend and not in a sexual way just in a relationship with your friend and things start to go south you don't really know how to approach it the yeah. best and i think a lot of times like you're in this friendship and it's going well but you can see some red flags and you can see that you aren't really happy in the friendship and it sounds like you're dating this person. I know it does sound like that, but you kind of are. If you commit a lot of your right? time. And it's actually interesting because whenever we asked you guys to DM us questions, most of the questions have to do with how do I break up with my friend? Yeah. And I'm really happy we're doing this because I think, Sistine and I, we do like to be goofy and everything on the show, but we also do want to talk about these topics I think are really important. And today's topic, I think we just want to just ramble about and see if maybe you guys get some tidbits of information you pick up on and maybe we'll learn something from each other we're gonna we're gonna talk about when to leave the friendship how to break up when to rebuild the friendship to salvage it and how to find a new friend so stick with us i'm just kidding let's see how this goes (laughs) um okay so from my experience when to leave i feel like i have a lot of friends from high school and then when they all went to college, everyone sort of spread out around the country. So now I'm, I'm literally the last one left in you L.A. Are, yeah. So I have to try to put myself out there. And sometimes it's hard because you want something to work and you're sort mm-hmm. of forcing a friendship. And deep down, you know, it's not. You guys just aren't compatible. So right. I found myself, for example, in a friendship with a girl that was almost draining. Like it was more effort for me than it was for her. Like yeah, right. I saw everything that I was giving to her in this relationship. I was like... The one always making the plans, always reaching out, always even for dinners, too. always yeah, always showering with compliments, always you know paying the bill and that stuff. Does, I like doing that, yeah. But it's hard when you get zero percent back, right? So right. it's you know what I mean. It has well, to be a marriage. It needs to be yin and yang because you want to feel like you're getting something out of this too. And if you're putting all your energy into one basket or all your eggs into one basket and you're getting no goodies back, yeah. in a sense it really just becomes one-sided and you become depressed about it you have to take a step back and look at okay so they're gaining a lot from this friendship but what are you gaining Mm -hmm. and so when i asked myself that i go 
oh my god i'm gaining nothing right like, I'm, I'm literally gaining nothing from this relationship and you were telling me that you had this experience with a girlfriend that kind of always like teased you and put well, you down so in and- my sense so hers was more she put a lot of energy into a relationship my problem when i found out it was kind of more time to leave was when i saw the jokes of me being called oh you're so stupid you're so silly you're so dumb you're so like the you're such a bitch like all of this stuff and it it was a joke but then it started to become like every single time i said something and i'm a goof like i like to just crack jokes and it may be stupid or not but it became insulting it is was it like, more like they're cons- laughing at you it was more laughing you. at me and not with me and i'm like okay i can i can take a few jabs like, i don't really care but when it comes to the point where i feel like you know there could be a little truth, truth. In this joke, Wait, what's, what is what's that saying? It's like to every joke, there's a little yeah, bit of truth, there's a right? little truth in it. I'm like, okay, maybe this girl really doesn't like me, or maybe there's like some part of her that isn't wanting to be my friend as much as like I thought she wanted to be, or maybe she's going through something. But I've started to feel really upset every time I'd hang out with her. So I was like, I don't really know if I want to continue this friendship if mm-hmm. it's going to continue like this unless I say something. Yes, and I'm really bad at confrontation. So this so. is where <laughs> Sophia and I differ because Sophia kept that friendship today. Yeah, I did. I <laughs> broke up with that friend, and we are currently not together anymore. So how did you do that, though? So there's, there's, I feel like there's two ways to go about it, and it sort of depends on the the level of friendship that you guys had, the duration that you guys right. have known each other. That all sort of plays a factor. For me, since it was fairly new, I and I was a little bit scared of this person. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I started to slowly pull away and just stopped answering gradually and eventually that person got the message and it was interesting because the it's almost like you're in a relationship with the yeah, guy it really it's like is. the more you ignore them the more that they want to see you again your friend is basically your boyfriend or your girlfriend whatever yes. it is because you're going to dinner you're texting every day you guys are getting emotional with each other it really is a relationship and i feel like breaking up with a friend sometimes is a little bit harder oh 100 breaking up with a boyfriend 100%. i know that sounds kind of crazy but if you've known this friend since you're like born it yes. really can be detrimental. definitely so i feel like that's number one yeah. that's what i did with this girlfriend but option two which is the probably the wiser option would be to be upfront with them yeah tell them how you're feeling if they can't see it from your point of view and they don't understand or they're not willing to make a change mm-hmm. then that's sort of should be your answer because that just shows a level of how much they care for you or not yeah that's true so you so I, I have a totally different thing to yeah so i actually wanted to when she brought up this topic about losing a friend i wanted to talk about how you can lose a friend but also when to reintroduce that friend because i do know that sometimes we all go through our ups and downs and whether it's like someone we're dating which is in this case i had a friend that i've known since high school that i was really really close with and she started dating this person and it really just became a relationship with the three of us and unfortunately this guy was super toxic and he would get involved and it became our fight and she never wanted to hang out and so it was really really hard for me to continue this friendship that seems to be the catalyst of a lot of Mm -hmm. issues when it comes to girlfriends because i know that i have been in that girl's position where i was in a relationship with a guy that was toxic for me and i was putting it out on my girlfriend and she goes what the hell are you doing so this the problem is that and this is what happened with you you tell the person or she told you this guy is really not a great guy. Mm-hmm. Like you need to, you deserve better. Like this is what you should do. And but I you don't want to hear advice. that. You don't want to hear that. If you're in love, it's like love is blind. And I think that you can't understand what a person's feeling unless they're in their situation. That's what I always try to go into every understanding of my friend's relationship. So unfortunately, after high school, it, she was still dating him, and it totally fizzled out. We got into like a blow up fight about basically this person, and it really was just like 
it just snowballed and we both went to separate colleges and then I think having time apart when she dumped him or he I don't remember and she started to grow and figure out her self-worth and then I even just found out who I was it was almost natural that we came together but I think a really good way to reintroduce a friend into your life again is making those little text messages here and there going hey I'm in town I would love to get Mm -hmm. coffee or lunch check up on them occasionally like slowly build up that process like you're gaining a new friend she was the type of friend to you that from the beginning it was like a match made in heaven. oh yeah this was like my and she's my sister almost so she like, was it, worth yeah worth rebuilding oh, totally worth rebuilding like i wanted to rebuild it in general but i think that you had i had to like step on eggshells and so did she it was really nerve-wracking because we both did have this kind of huge falling out mm-hmm. and once you kind of gain that trust back and if you've already had that love in the beginning it really will come up mm-hmm. super quick like when you with an ex when you talk to an ex after you talk to him again all of those like old feelings and like that comfort is all there yeah and that's the same with the friendship but just like a relationship you need to slowly integrate yourselves into each other's lives before just like jumping head first and for sure um and on the opposite yeah. end of that moving on from that friendship yeah it's just like moving on from a boyfriend yep. you want to get over someone you get under someone new and that is a new friend and <laughs> guess what we don't like doing it's really hard to make new friends i'm gonna tell you <laughs> actually I, I like it i like it but you're you're sophia's a good texture i have such anxiety about going out and trying to make a new friend yeah. it's really scary and I, I feel like a lot of people can relate to that and i envy this one girl who we're gonna bring on the podcast she's a new mm-hmm. friend of mine her name is olivia and she we met at an event pre-covid and then post or sort of during covid she dm'd me was like hey we should be friends let's get lunch and that i don't think people realize that how much those messages mean to them like that meant so much to me because i would have never had the guts to go out and do that absolutely and you don't realize how much just sending that text message to someone or from someone is so it made my great. week and it, it was and it started it off on such a good note yeah. and we're still friends we hang out every single week right and so moral of the story is go out there put yeah. yourself out there yep make a new friend because everyone needs Ma- a friend everyone needs friend you just need one you just you don't need, need two one. i got one she got one let me tell you the hard facts of life what is it i'm a lonely little cow how lonely very lonely okay. i'm being serious right now actually <laughs> no i it's I, there was a long period especially during covid where yeah. i just felt really alone like i have my girlfriends i have this one best friend but she's away at college yeah so it, it is hard being alone and you feel like because sophia was going out to dinners and she was seeing her friends well uh, this is the difference and i have to give sistine a little bit of credit and i think some people can relate to this too sistine lived in new york for a bit and then she moved back to la so a lot of her friends that she made were back still in new york and I feel like when you're moving into a new place and you have to rebuild all of these new friendships, yeah. it is really hard. I was already in college in L.A., so I had four years to build these friendships. You know, so but it's a little bit easier for me. That's true. That's true. The only bright side is I've got a sister. And technically, she's a friend that's never allowed to leave. She third wheels with all my friendships, and I love it, and they love her. So it works. I'm kind of the fun party girl. She is the fun party girl. Any party that all my friends now, they go, hey, um, I have this party happening tonight. Have your sister come. Like, of course. Like, they don't want me. They, they go- want Tina. They want Tina. They don't want sister. Party girl Tina. Of course. Of course. Of course. I huh. think we should transition into the what I'm super excited about. Because I think I left a really um, high expectation for you in terms of conspiracy theory. I think I talked about lizard people, which... 
may or may not be what we are mm. because we did think dad might be a lizard. Mm. But you have something for us today. Ladies and gentlemen, I have brought in a conspiracy that no one in this studio saw coming. Bum, bum, bum. All right. Let me try to think of a title for it. <laughs> you didn't even This is Steen. the Chuck E. Cheese conspiracy theory. <gasps> So this is the theory. Wait, can I just say, when was the last time you were at Chuck E. Cheese? Chuck E. Cheese is like maybe the biggest was... throwback I've ever heard. Maybe when I was 13. Yeah, really. Will, have you been to Chuck E. Cheese? Uh, I have. It's been a long time. It's but been you've so been, right? Long. Yeah. Wrong. What? Wrong. What are you talking about wrong? I don't know. Wait, here, let me try this. <laughs> He's trying something. No, it's too long. I wanted, I wanted something really dramatic. Sounds like a plane landing. Yeah, I thought it would be cool. I thought it would be appropriate. Oh my god. The Chuck E. Cheese conspiracy. <laughs> Wait, I love this. Okay, okay. This is the theory. So, and I'm sure everyone here has had their infamous pizza, correct? It tastes good. I'm not going to lie. It's thebomb.com. You got a little show? That happens. All the little characters. Are you gonna let me do my theory? I'm just saying. I'm you trying to set mouth, the scene. Lady. I'm trying to set the scene. This, I, let me have this. <laughs> you got lizard people. All right. God, Virgo, take the mic. Put the mic down. Thank you. <laughs> Sit back and enjoy, lady. All right. Here's the theory. If a customer orders pizza from Chuck E. Cheese mm-hmm. and they don't finish the pizza, if, for example, they have a few pieces left over, the employee takes that pizza back into the kitchen, puzzles it, rearranges it into a new pizza with other leftover pieces, reheats it, and reserves it to a new customer. No. I knew you were going to say that. No. So I have evidence. That's so gross. They, they wouldn't like re... So old pizza in the kitchen that people didn't eat and then pizza that would just come in that still wasn't finished, they just re-push it together? So this isn't something I just pulled out of my behind, all right? There have been yahoo and reddit threads from 10 years ago talking about this everyone from the washington post to buzzfeed everyone's made videos about it like youtubers famous youtubers made videos about it so chuck e also please don't come for me please don't sue us this is just unless you give us um like a free 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 token (laughs) oh yeah i sent a ticket so we can buy stuff (laughs) um so this conspiracy obviously hit me in a very sore spot because this pizza was our childhood and now there are managers that come out and they say, oh, my God, absolutely not. Chuck E. Cheese did not do that. The pizza is handmade. This is what they say. It's handmade. So sometimes the pieces shrink. That's why they're not always even. And then some employees are completely confirming and saying, yep, they do this 100%. No. So, uh, but that's nasty. I know you're still probably sussed about it, right? A little bit, yeah. I mean, I, it's just like hard to... Sophia, you're not sold yet, are you? Not really. I mean, it just sounds gross, but it could be... I don't know. Well, do you have a... I have a game. Ah! Wait, a game? We're playing a game. Do I get a prize? Oh, yes. You do get a prize if you win. I do? There's a prize. So, this is the game. Okay. We're playing a game called Chuck E. Cheese or Regular Pizza. I'm going to show you a series of pictures, and you're going to tell me if it's a Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Yeah. Remember, Chuck E. Cheese pizza, the pieces 
do not align to a full circle. This is going to be very easy then. Or it's regular pizza. I threw a couple curveballs curve curve All right. Here we go. If you get them all right, you win a prize. Okay. Huh. Normal pizza. That is incorrect. This is what? a Chuck E. Cheese pizza. What? Look looks at the good. edges. It looks good. Oh, I didn't see the bottom She's of it. She's already lost. Oh, shit. Pizza number two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that looks like um, CPK's pizza. That's not the question. Is it a regular pizza? <laughs> or is it Chuck E. Cheese pizza? Regular, regular. Correct. Is it CPK? No, I don't know. Pizza number three. Oh, 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 oh. I think that's regular. No, it's not. It's not regular. I can see the the bottom one. How are you so bad at this game? I Does thought these are trick questions. Does this look like a full pizza circle to you? No, there's like one totally sticking I mean, out. I just, I feel it's like. a bad pizza. That is a bad pizza. See, this I, is Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, here we go. Pizza number four. That looks like Domino's. That must be real. Yeah, you got it. The Domino's Ranch. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Last pizza. Pizza number five for all the marbles. That's a that's ooh, you're making me really stressed if I get this wrong. Looks like ingredients Chuck E. Cheese wouldn't have. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. It's not Chuck E. Cheese, so that looks like there's truffle on top, and that's too fancy for Chuck ooh, E. Cheese. That's incorrect. It's Chuck E. Cheese. What? They have truffle on their pizza? This isn't truffle. They're meatballs. They're like meat. That looks horrible. Sausages. But look, Sophie, if you're looking closely, right? Yeah. It doesn't look at the edges. Yeah, they're totally unaligned. Oh, I really butchered that one. Wait, what was the prize though? I guarantee you had no prize. It was like I, a hug. I ordered a Chuck E. Cheese pizza. <laughs> they're like, and they're here now. And the mouse is That was here. a good game. You know, okay. So, guys, have you ever seen pizza that looks like it's... So, off? I don't know if this is true or whatever. I, I, I had a feeling that you were going to ruin this somehow. So, I brought in a few extra quick conspiracies just to fix what we just did. I didn't ruin it. It's okay. Here are some <laughs> other quick conspiracies if that one wasn't so enough So, we're having y'all. conspiracy lightning round. Okay. So this is a good one. Yep. Ready? The pants industry and the purse industry are working together to keep women's pockets small in order to force us to buy purses. What? <laughs> but I... So stupid. The pant industry and the purse industry, they work together in order to keep women's pockets small so that's they have so to dumb. buy purses you know, that, that's not true because if i had giant pockets that went down to my knees i wouldn't wear it i'm sorry would you buy pants that had pockets to your knees no but that's why i'm saying that's why they wouldn't make it for that make okay. it's just a theory it's, here's another one <laughs> i gotta rationalize this oh my god go ahead all right so the reason disney mm-hmm. came out with the movie called frozen yeah was that when you Googled Disney Frozen, you would get information about the movie Frozen yeah. and not websites talking about Walt Disney's frozen body. <gasps> That's so trippy. Is he frozen? Absolutely. No, he's not. Is Walt Disney frozen? Yes. No. Is that, is, do you know? Do, are you sure? I'm flabbergasted. Like, I'm like, what? Sophia, you got where? Sophia, it's a conspiracy. Under Space Mountain? <laughs> Matterhorn. Imagine if he's frozen he under the Matterhorn. He is the Matterhorn. He is in the body of the Matterhorn. That's crazy. Wait, now I want to talk about, though, Walt Disney frozen. Hmm. So why would he be frozen? When when did he even pass away? You're asking questions I do not know the answers you're, to. You're this conspiracy <laughs> I, theorist. I really, why aren't you looking have, this up? Okay, I guess I'll look it up. If he resurrects and creates the ultimate worldwide Disney attraction... Okay. Here we go. An article from 2020. On Mars? Is Walt Disney's body frozen? 
Rumor has it that the animation legend, yeah, there's an ad, was frozen after <laughs> death so he could be reanimated in the future. Is it a myth? Read for the truth about. Oh, I don't want to read. Oh, it. no, you don't have to read. But when do you think he would resurrect if he was frozen? Well, it would certainly make 2020 even crazier than it is. Well, you hear it first. He might be resurrected 2020. All right. Thanks for that really trash segment of <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese or regular I pizza. It. I liked it. I liked it. Okay. We're back with another unsolicited advice segment. We got to get better at doing these. Yeah. But I want a disclaimer. From now on, Sophia and I will only be reading questions if you follow these instructions. If you go to the Apple Podcast app and you search Unwaxed Podcast, you go to the section that says write a review. You write a review, give us five stars, and you put your question in your review. And that's the only way we will read your questions and answer them. Okay, so this one... This one listener did the extra, did the extra most extraordinary. What did, what did she do that was so extra extraordinary? Well, she just followed my rules and like I really appreciate oh, that. Oh, thank, thank you. you. So her question is, I'd love to hear what you both think about age gap relationships in this day and age. What are some things to consider about being a 20-something now versus what it may have been like 30-something years ago? Mm. Would love to hear your opinions. Okay, so I feel like I'm so indifferent about it because I, today, when I see a person in their early 20s dating someone in their 40s, I personally don't care. Like, they can do what they want. It's their life. I think maybe that's because we're around a relationship constantly that has that big age gap because our parents, what is their age gap? Uh, Well, our mom is, oh, I shouldn't say the age, but I think they're like... Why? That's not a bad thing. Yeah, Isn't it, like, inappropriate to say, like, the woman's age? Whatever. I think... Is it? Yes. So I see like 20, they're like a 23 year difference. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so funny because we look at that relationship and it's incredible. Yeah. Like better than most marriages I've ever seen. Right. Like they're constantly laughing. And I think what helps is when you have, um, like our dad is such a young soul. Yeah. That is the difference. But I, I, this is what I think is the con on the other side of it, because I think having an age gap, it does have a lot of pros. I think you can learn from the other person. They have a totally different perspective. They're raised in a different generation. But at the same time, with even like, even our parents can attest to this, that you guys have really different mindsets in the way you were raised and the way you go about things. And so it really is a matter of fact, if you want that super mature relationship very early on. Well, maybe the guy that you're dating or whoever you're dating want to date is that energetic, lively spirit. I know yeah. my dad is. So it, he feels, I think he's more 50 than he is his actual age. I think for us. But that's the problem. I mean, sometimes. at least for me, I'll speak for me and then you can answer. Yeah. I think the oldest I'd go up would probably be right now, because I'm only 22, like five to seven years. And that's that's about it. I yeah. think because I'm still young, I kind of want to date. And people you, young and you've gone out though for, for example someone that was i think like 30 t- yeah 30 and it was almost it was uh almost too no no for shame for the 30 year olds out there <laughs> but it, it was it's just there is a big there's a difference i think yeah. for me i would go 10 i'm 24 so 10 years older 11 years older so that's like 35 oh my I God, that's mind. a man <laughs> <laughs> i i don't think i would mind that i think my personality though it really depends on your personality and i i think that I sometimes can sway to be a little bit more on the serious side with some things, and I think I could 
probably handle it. <laughs> oh lord! <laughs> I'm joking, but I, I I find no shame in it. But I think that really make sure if you are going to go into an age gap that's large relationship that you are ready for it because and it it's is for a, the right. It reasons. is different. It, for the right reasons, for love. But we're all about if y'all are in love, freaking go for but, it. But, but also. I don't know if you should be like 50 and 18. I think that's a little odd. Oh, no. So th- were, those are the drastic ones. We I'm were, like, we were watching the show. What was it? Marrying to millions. And there was that one yeah. guy oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. who was maybe 65 and, and the girl was, was 21. Yeah. I think she just turned 21. I would say that's a little big. A little bit of age. I don't know if I can handle it. She seems like she can handle it. I couldn't, but I think that's a little too much. But when we say age gap, we're saying at most, like for us, it's, I know this sounds crazy, but like 20, but other people probably think that's a really, really big age gap. So yeah. we're just jaded. We I mean, we see like our that. we see our parents happy and having fun. Yeah. So if, if that happens so, in the future, I guess it happens. So be mature enough for it. Make sure the relationship is the right one and for the right reasons and that you're comfortable. And make sure you're not just pushing into it because it sounds great. Make sure you're actually wanting it. Well said. Thank you. What's the next question? Um, well, the another question that we've gotten a lot was about our diet and our fitness and what we eat in a day. And I can just kind of like say what I do because it's super easy. Um, honestly, it really does change every month. I think even Sistine can say this. We'll go really, really hard for a month and then we'll go totally off for a month. Right now, I'm just walking like four miles a day and then doing some like ab and butt workouts. That's kind of it. I have a smoothie every morning. Right, I'll tell you Whatever. what I do. I eat like a healthy dinner. I I, I mean, it wasn't that bad. It was like, I just like walk. <laughs> well, it's true. I don't really, I, I wouldn't say I do like an intense workout every day. I think actually my body has looked better when I haven't been hitting it really, really hard. Mm-hmm. But some people are different. So I think that um, we're really conscious about what we put in our body though. Yeah, Because you know, it's 80% fun, healthy food, 20% fun food. 80 percent fun food that would be a dream huh no and we also do intermittent fasting yeah we do so we probably eat breakfast around 10 30 we have our dinner at 5 30 yeah which takes some getting used to but honestly that has been sistine does that i eat breakfast at like nine i can't do until 10 i get really really hungry i think if you somehow work in an active activity at least four times a week yeah you're solid that's what i'm doing right now yeah my biggest suggestion is honestly to try everything i do think intermittent fasting if you can eat not so late at night and not snack and it really does change how your body feels in the morning yeah drink a ton of water we drink like an absurd amount of water every single day yeah and we force ourselves it's not like we love the taste but we know that it makes us feel better also what i like to do because i think working out is boring sometimes i like to go on youtube and there are so many fun videos that sort of trick you into working out like the other day i did a tiktok it was a 45 minute tiktok dance hit workout and I was dripping sweat. It was horrible. Yeah, but it was so much fun. They're like, you just burned 700 calories. I'm like, what the heck? I was just hitting the renegade. Like, what? <laughs> like, was I was so, just dabbing. It's so that's what I'm saying. Maybe go on YouTube. Just find. There's so many good people. If you guys need yeah. some suggestions, you can obviously DM me and I'll tell you. Um, but yeah, I just think that... Find your find your rhythm. Find what works for you. Because at the end of the day, Sophie and I, are, again, we're always switching it up. Yeah. And it's never been consistent, but... We feel our healthiest when we've been working out less, which is interesting. And if your mind isn't right, your body isn't right. I think everything is very cohesive. So make sure everything is aligned before doing anything because you want to make sure that you're going into working out and eating healthy and changing up your diet for the right reasons as well. Yes. Woo! Wow. Okay. I actually liked today because I know that we always go like 
kind of crazy. I mean, the conspiracy theory was a little bit off the <laughs> wagon for a second, but we got back on it. And I like that we give people advice and we talk more because I think that people want to know sometimes what we say yes. a bit more. And um, we would love to keep hearing from you guys. So remember what Sistine said. Go to the Apple podcast page. Give us that five stars. Nothing less. If I see a three, you ain't getting your question answered. That's just not nice. <laughs> it's not nice to give us three stars either. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you said I wasn't nice. Whatever. But then write the question in the reviews, and we will absolutely answer it. We'll answer every single one. Maybe we'll just have a rapid fire unsolicited advice if you guys, like, all just pile in at once. Yeah. Yeah. We have nothing else to do, so let's just do it. <laughs> okay, well. Well, thank you guys so much for having um, for having us today. Ah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Thanks for uh, tuning into the shit show. We love you guys. We will see you next Tuesday. Bye. From all of us here at the show, thanks for staying unwaxed. No, Kelly Clarkson. Be sure to download new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or PodcastOne.com. Follow your hosts at Sophia Stallone and at Sistine Stallone. And be sure to follow the show at Unwaxed Podcast. Your producer is Will Sterling. We'll see you next week.